So we have a new hair coward. Who's a new hair coward? Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman cut his hair? He shaved his head. Why? Because Vince likes fucking strong bald dudes. But he had an undershave and looked super hard. He did. He looked way harder with the hair. Yeah. I liked his undershave. Yeah. That's how you know he turned into a not a jobber. It's kind of true. That was like, sort of the, the, the signal for his uh his push to main event status yeah was that him and james ellsworth <laughs> yeah braun Strowman is the newest member of the hair coward club well now i hate braun Strowman. yeah he sucks now yeah i don't know i've watched his <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah, i don't mind Strowman. he's he's pretty inoffensive to me i actually like braun Strowman, but it's i if he was in aew it'd be great yeah I don't know. I, if he was in AEW, he'd probably be on Dark every week. Yeah, great. Dark <laughs> rules. I love AEW Dark. Uh, that was actually something I was going to bring up during this. What's her face? Uh, Paul Elring's daughter was on uh, AEW Dark. Uh, Lacey. So- softball Kylie Ray. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I, was, I was watching that with Listener. Because she was asking who that is. I'm like, I need to make sure I remember this joke for when we do the pod. <laughs> so like, you're really feeding into, <laughs> feeding into what I want to talk about. That really, that, that was the perfect def- description for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just spilled yeah, coke all over myself. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like superstars, I think. I think I just miss WWE jobber shows. WWF job job shows from the eighties. It's good to put on when you're like just don't want to watch anything. I think like nothing important ha- happens on dark, so I just like play like my Switch or my my Wii U. It's good in the background. It advances some stories. Like there's comp- sometimes there's competitive job matches, like in like a George South versus Ric Flair kind of way. <laughs> Or like George North versus George South. George North versus George South. <laughs> you gotta do the job for me. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't rewatched that shit. Ah, uh, well. You can. You Maybe can, I'll do that today with all the extra time I'm getting now. You can woo it, but don't boo it. <laughs> God. 
I might just watch the Boner Yard match again. Yeah. It's fair. Or I'll watch the whole thing again. Who fucking knows? The whole thing is just kind of like, you You can watch, you can watch the first 35-ish minutes of it and be like, yeah, this is really silly. And then once you get to the Boner Yard match, you'll be like, oh, this is really silly. <laughs> I want to, I keep meaning to take some time to look to see what Lodi's up to for real. <laughs> nowadays but i haven't had the time you know what i think he owns a gym or something or operates a gym uh raven was talking about him on a podcast like when i was working and listen you work in new york when i was working in new york and i was listening to podcasts every day i love jesus coffee and naps That's awesome. He loves. He put Jesus first, so you know. Yeah. So you know that's the most important. No more. No more jobs in 1998. That's what Lodi's sign says on Nitro. No more jobs in 1998. Like Steve Jobs. Is that when he died? No, he died in like oh four, oh five. Po- possibly oh six. I knew it was. I, don't I, knew, I knew he didn't die then, but. Oh, uh, Lodi's a creep. Lodi definitely has accidentally found child pornography and didn't report it. <laughs> you know, this podcast is against that sort of yeah, yeah. thing. We are against child pornography. We are the anti-child pornography podcast. Yes. Um, how did we get there? Oh, yeah, because Braun Strowman's a hair coward. Uh, oh, how did we become the anti-child pornography podcast? I was talking how we got here. Because of Jimmy Rower. Jimmy Rower? The guitar player who was in Poor uh, Corpse and that other band. Oh, yeah, yeah, who... I didn't know his name. Yep. I didn't know him. Yep. I'm clean. I know. <laughs> wow. Gross. I don't, don't, I'm a little close to your computer for my taste. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was never here. Like, Yeah, but if he's in the same room, then he's contagious. That's not how it works. You, the same way you can't be given the gay, you can't be given the pedo. That's, well, then I need to apologize to, for, to Pat for not working him in Quebec <laughs> in 74. The crowd with the gum banana. And who, who else was like a, like a rumored gay guy from, from uh, nowadays? Like uh, in the 90s? Wasn't there like other like rumored gay guys that I can't think of? Just like Steve Lombardi. That's one of them, yeah. Oh, speaking of Steve Lombardi and rumored gay guys, Kamala died. Did we talk about that yet? Uh, I don't think we talked about Kamala dying, but yeah. The guy, because he has one of one of his songs on the Best of Kamala Volume One was about Pat and and uh, Brooklyn Brawler fucking in the room next door to Kamala. Well, that is. An image I don't want to have in my head, but now it's in my head. And you don't, I don't like want it. two I don't want thick, it. strong men in the primes of their lives going at it in a hotel room. I don't want. It. I don't want it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's so weird. They just both. They both have Chris Jericho body from now. <laughs> well, it's not gay. It's just two men appreciating each other's strength. <laughs> yes. 
Pat Patterson was big into the test of strength. <laughs> that was his finishing move. It was ex- his, his his only move. It was yeah. exclusive. You think when Patterson and Andre were traveling in airplanes because he couldn't move, he would just start giving Andre tug jobs and he couldn't stop him because he couldn't turn around to tell him no? I don't think Pat's arms are long enough. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> and Jubbermania is over! <laughs> I was trying to think of what to call it. <laughs> I saw Andre the Giant's uh, final photo shoot. He's wearing the green signal, uh, singlet, and he has a knee pad on, and he just looks... He looks like he just woke up from two days straight of binge drinking. Well, he did. <laughs> At no point, every day he woke up, he woke up from two days straight of binge drinking from the sounds of it. It looks like he got like three hours of sleep. and <laughs> was not happy. I hope he's found peace. I'm sure he has. Yeah. It's been long enough. He's all rested up now. He took a nice long nap. Yeah. What if Andre came back from the dead and threw his shirt at Hulk Hogan? <laughs> this is Andre's shirt. Well, yeah, it's Andre. <laughs> or he threw it at he threw one of Big Show's shirts at him. This is Paul's shirt. <laughs> ah, the shirt. It's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they sell? Uh, Big Show Hawaiian shirts so I can just start throwing it at my friends. Like, this is Paul's shirt. What'd you do to him? Say, say whose shirt this is. Is it your shirt? No, it's Paul's shirt. <laughs> Alright, I got Google. I'm gonna, I'm gonna abuse this Google on the podcast for the week. Alright. Yeah, because we're doing an in-person yeah, we're, one. We're in the same room today, which is very irresponsible. Well, you know, no, it's fine. Uh, we're we're so- socially distanced. Yeah. Was I looking at Big Show Hawaiian shirt? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly, you see why we had to do it in person. Yeah, I have my phone handy too, so I can look this up too. I don't know why I'm not. Like, uh, let's see. yeah, let's, let's, let's just <laughs> Google. It's the first time I've done a podcast in, since February, where I or maybe March, but. In a very long time. Six months where I didn't have access to my phone. Ooh. I would spend $44 on this shirt. It's not a Hawaiian shirt. It's this shirt. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not a big, nasty bastard shirt, but... It's, it's one of his first shirts. <laughs> I thought that my drunk ass on Friday... Was it Friday or Saturday? It was Friday. I had a, um, there was a WCW Bret Hart shirt. Like one of the ones that was probably at Kmart. Like a real kind of shitty one. Like that I thought I was going to sneak in and get for like 20 bucks. But I ended up going for 40. Like fuck. Wow. Yeah. Was it a Bret Hart shirt with like a, a print of Bret Hart on it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it had, he had the Howard Stern glasses on. <laughs> there was a Canadian flag. It was like, I know what one you're talking about. It was yeah. a good Bret Hart shirt. So the Big Nasty Bastard shirt 
I remember I was at the Burlington Mall once with uh, Dan, uh, not Dan Chikini, I think it was my friend Andy and uh, Chikini, and there was a dude with this shirt on, and I'm up at the upper balcony area, and he's down below, and I just start screaming the Big Show's theme, <laughs> and I'd hold my hand up like the choke slam. I was like, where? Like, up, like, just no regard for anyone else in this mall. Just being a dick. Did he respond? Uh, I think he was probably very embarrassed by the loud person. <laughs> makes sense. I wore an ICP shirt to Home Depot the other day, and a guy whoop whooped me, and I didn't whoop whoop back, and it's one of my great regrets in life. Uh, you could have made a new friend. Yeah. You, you could have taken him home and watched some Super Humming videos. Yeah, I would love to watch Super Humming videos with him. <laughs> Too bad. He worked a, he worked a couple he worked like some uh, GCW Battle Royals, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he he's mostly just elbow drops like microwaves though. Yeah. And he eliminates himself. <laughs> a couple Joey Janela did a couple of videos with him too on his like oh god. Everything I love Joey Janela's involved in at some point. Yeah, like uh Penelope Super Humming. Penelope Ford. <laughs> Penelope Ford, Sunny Kiss, <laughs> things that I think are cool. Joey Janela's getting in on. Yeah. Uh. Well, he he made the uh the Pit Vipers cool oh. again. Yeah. Apparently, those are like cool in the death metal world too. Uh, I could see that. I could see. I didn't. I didn't know that. But a lot of racist Floridians in death metal. Well, yeah. Are the Pit Vipers racist now. No, 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 no. If they, I, if they were, I'd need to find a different... I'm going to say a good chunk of death metal is from the South are, though. Yeah, probably. And then they always have, like, the one, like, minority friend who's also racist with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how that works. Uh, Tyrone Bigum, NYDM Tyrone Bigums. <laughs> there was actually, I saw a video of a real-life... Uh, Tyron Biggums. He was wearing like a Confederate hat. He said his grandfather fought the Confederacy and he br- he was like adopted and brought up like being like a white supremacist. Well then. And he was like defending a Confederate monument from being desecrated by those fascist Nazi liberals. Was he jacked? No, he was just a normal okay. sized man. Oh, fucking listener is texting me. Ooh, you got a text. Oh, what a fucking... <laughs> what a... One time we do this... And he sends me while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> It was a, a callback from last week's episode. It was a doodle of of John and I. Yeah, Nelson. With the caption, full Nelson. Did we both have bright blue eyes? <laughs> We're in the same room recording. It's It made it to the podcast. That was... That was just the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make the, a Nelson song the intro to this week's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> All right, I'll have to... I'll post this... I'll send this to you and I'll post it on Wednesday. Sure. All right, listener. That is... Uh, 
That is fair enough. It's so great. So I'm just typing in Nelson into YouTube. Oh, man, I don't know what song this is, but it, it, uh, of course YouTube's being a jerk and makes me sit there and listen to ads. Um, last week when we finished, listener asked what I was laughing so hard about. I was like, I have to explain like four things for you to understand what we were laughing about. So I think we're going to do Can't Live Without Your Love and Affection. They're listening to Vag or, or reading Vag magazine. Vag? Like like not like Vogue. Vag. It looked like Vogue. Oh, I thought you <laughs> like Vag? <laughs> yeah, the first three letters were Vag. <laughs> I think they went country, by the way, Nelson. Yeah, who we should go country. Yeah. It's easy. You just it, make boring pop songs. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a it's a legitimate career move for for blonde white people because there's a built-in audience for that sort of thing. <laughs> he really nailed how my face looks. <laughs> Yours too, but I've never. Can, can I see it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're you're I'm taller than you. Maybe I'm sitting down. I was gonna say maybe you're sitting down and I'm standing up. <laughs> it's also he probably just looked at the pictures of Nelson and just picked a face for a face. I, I think there's I I saw more pictures of the Nelson twins last week than I've seen. Well, I was looking for a good picture when Nelson Mandela died. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember I, f- I found one that was really, really blurry. I'm like, I'm posting that one. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go back to my, I believe it was my Instagram. I might have not had Instagram at the time. But I posted a really blurry picture of Nelson the day he died. There you go. Okay. So uh, switching gears, I guess. Do, uh, wh- how do you feel about Tukarask saying, fare thee well to the Bruins? Um. I'm fine with it. I've, I'm less. It's a very Tuca thing to do. Very. It's he's done it before. Like this is very on brand. It sounded like he didn't really want to play, and then he started to play, and then he realized he didn't want to play. They also, I guess, there might be something at his house, but I don't know. I kind of don't believe that, honestly. From what I heard, there's nothing wrong with his family. There's no emergency. He just missed his family. Yeah, which is fine. So my my position is I was I would have been a okay with it one hundred percent had he said that before they returned to play it was like you know it's not just not worth it I would be like fine no worries tons of Pats are doing it you know Gordon Hayward's leaving when his kid's gonna be born uh you know don't have a problem with it but he got there played shittily and then was like eh I'll see you later yeah no it's now, if I was Tukarask, I probably would have played game three and then left. Well, I don't think he was going to play game three. If he played game two, then he was playing game three. I think he was sitting. I think it was Halleck's game the entire time. Because Bruce, Ca- Bruce Cassidy even said, he's like, we're going to be switching up goalies 
for this uh, for this round. I mean, that would. I don't know. I don't believe that. Well, they, they were going to arrest him. If they were going to arrest him, why wouldn't they arrest him when they had back to back games? Well, uh, they weren't supposed to have back to back games. I know, but they did have back to back games. That's why they were like, "We need you to play well," and he was like. Hey, I'll try. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I mean, but the of Bruin, course, Tuka the, did it like Tuka, I guess. The Bruins really uh, played a lot better without Tuka being there, though. Um, not so much the first line, but sort of like, uh, like DeBras, Corrali, uh Nordstrom, Wagner, uh, Kasa, or Kasi, whatever his name is. Kasha. 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 Um, he he was they were all playing really hard. I haven't watched a single game of it yet. Oh, it's it's fine. Um, they they kind of pump in a little bit of crowd noise here and there. I listened to um game one actually because it ended up being at a time where I was at work, so it was like that um that Patriots Day Red Sox game vibe to it. Yeah, like oh sweet, I get to listen to this at work early in the day. I ended up going to overtime now, so we ended up having to finish it at home. Yeah, it was a long affair. I started hate watching it. They weren't playing well. Bergeron came through in the end, but have we talked about? Oh yeah, we because as we haven't recorded since that fucking five overtime game the night before. Ridiculous! (laughs) Like, there's no reason why you can't just go one overtime and then a shootout. In this situation, I think it makes sense. Yeah, like I understand if you don't want to tarnish the playoffs with a, a shootout victory or whatever it's not a real victory but in this situation it's like you only have one arena you might as well fucking yeah we need to like we need to award a different piece of fucking dinnerware for the winner of the playoffs this year like it needs to be like lord stanley's plate or something you already have the president's cup winners being ranked fourth in the playoffs yeah this whole thing's fucking like, <laughs> so, like what, what, what do you have to lose by doing i mean a shootout but also St- the stanley cup is the nhl's hulk hogan it hates black people but it's always going to be the final thing god damn it <laughs> hulk hogan doesn't hate black people terry does <laughs> terry is hulk they're not one the same <laughs> All right, if if WWE owned the rights to Hulk Hogan instead of Hulk Hogan, and uh, in like '94 they brought in a new Hulk Hogan, who would have been a '94 new Hulk Hogan? Yes, like so, like they raised their diesel. Yes, okay, exactly. Um, new Hulk Hogan. Wow, that's a '94. So Luger's already there. Luger's already there. Luger has too much hair. So I mean, he's got to be. So we got. I got to picture some people in red and yellow. Is Danny Spivey already I was, there? I was thinking Dan Spivey, Barry Windham. Uh, Barry doesn't have the body though. Dan Spivey has the body. He could do it. Dan, Dan Spivey's in contention to be the fake Hulk Hogan. I mean, pretty much was Hulk Hogan too. <laughs> uh. Um. Uh, oh my god. <sighs> Fucking Johnny Ace. John Arnett is in contention. <laughs> Could not for the life of me think of his fucking name. Yep, uh, absolutely. Um, 
trying to think of body guys now. What if it gets o- got over too? <laughs> let's let's pre- let's fake live in a world where uh, they replaced Hulk Hogan and it got over. Uh, so who's Hulk Hogan two feuding with? Does Hulk Hogan two work Undertaker at WrestleMania? Yeah. Does he go over? This is WrestleMania 11, mind you. So 11, 11 would have been, was that the LT year? Yeah. So it would have been uh, King Kong Bundy. So instead of Bundy, it was Hogan. Yeah. But Hogan too. At that point, Undertaker's got to go over, but that's when you're you're introducing Hogan too. So like you can really have a WrestleMania match at that point. What if Hulk Hogan 2 is, he came in 94, this is 95 now. Wait, 94? Hogan 2 wouldn't face Undertaker at that one. He would beat Yokozuna. But Yokozuna is... In a uh, tag team with Owen at that point. Yeah. Yeah, no, they don't have that tag team. They have him beating Yoko. So who are the tag team champions? Or they're having him beat Bundy in a cage match. So who, who do who, all right? So Bundy and Hogan too are in a cage match. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree to that. So who is Undertaker fighting then? WrestleMania. Um, Undertaker's working comma for real. All right. He's, so that's an easy win for Taker. Yeah, easy win for Taker. And t- streak goes untouched during this entire time. Do you do a false finish with the cage match, like Paul Orndorff and Hogan? No, Hogan's got to go. Hogan two's got to go over clean there. Well, what if you do the false finish where they both get out at the same time, and instead of ruling it a draw, Gorilla Monsoon comes out and, and orders the match to continue under sudden death rules. So only pinfall or submission inside the cage. So they're both back in there. Leg drop one, two, three. Hogan wins. How many quads does he tear? Zero. Okay. Hogan two doesn't have any quads. <laughs> I'm lost now. <laughs> so where do we go? Let's, let's book Hogan 2 all the way through the invasion. <laughs> all the way through the invasion. So we get another six years. Okay, so we're assuming that Hollywood Hogan <coughs> stays Hollywood Hogan. No, Hulk Hogan is, is gone. And uh, our, our Terry Blay is in WCW full time. As Hollywood Hogan. As Hollywood Hogan. Okay. So we, we, we're going to just not acknowledge or figure out how they got around the early the 95 hogan stuff um or that or he's hulk hogan one he was just hogan they they worried him okay that's how they did it yeah (laughs) i I can live with that he changed his name to hogan (laughs) legally i I like it terry hogan (laughs) um okay so He's he works Bundy back his first mania because you can't do Andre obviously. Uh, Piper won't work with him. Piper wouldn't be back for another year, and they'd be babyface babyface. So if anything, they'd team up. But uh, Mister is Mister T involved in uh, Mania Eleven? No, because Mister T was involved with WCW Hogan. You're right. He was. Wow, they really fucking. No wonder that didn't work. <laughs> um, so, so King of the Ring '95 does Mabel win? Oh well, yeah, but you got to have the you got to have big monster heels to go up against Hogan too. But 
does the tournament happen the way it does? Because Undertaker's in the tournament, Shawn Michaels in the tournament. They're yeah. all round one. So Mabel gets a clear shot to victory against Savio Vega. Does Mabel win against Hogan too? So what Hogan does for that, Hogan isn't any of those guys. Hogan is Razor Ramon in that situation. So all right, so Hogan's accompanying someone to the ring. <laughs> Savio. Well, no, Raz- oh, Razor brought in Savio. Yeah, so instead of Razor, it's Hogan. Hogan 2 brings in Savio. What if they both bring him down, and, the, and at the, the, the end of the match, Razor turns heel and feuds with Hogan 2 afterwards? What if at the end of the match, Razor and Hogan 2 bring in Savio and they team up with Nash? <laughs> well, what I, where I was going with it is, is Razor turns heel after Savio loses the King of the Ring, and start they start starts brawling with Hogan too, and that leads to SummerSlam with a triple threat ladder match for the IC title. Well, Shawn I mean, Michaels Ra- wins. Ra- Razor's Razor's going for the world title at that point. Really, what Hogan too does is negates the Diesel title reign. I feel like Diesel title reign should still happen. I don't think it does because what should happen is if if Hogan two if Hogan, Hogan two Hogan two beats Backlund in nine seconds at, at MSG and that's Ho- the title and he has the title the whole time. Hogan two beats Razor Ramon for the title because Razor Ramon beat Bob Backlund instead. Okay, so he's feuding with Mabel the entire time, and Razor and Mabel are together, kind of. Like, just because, like, the way heels are together, like, rock and wrestling cartoon style. Okay. But Razor gets the title, and Hogan beats him at WrestleMania, but he's really feuding with Mabel up until then. Well. Like, Mabel comes and crushes his ribs before WrestleMania, so that's the uphill battle he's fighting. But the, the, the WrestleMania match is still Sean Brett. No, it's not. I mean, it is, but it ain't the main event. Hogan 2 must pose, brother. Oh, uh, no. Hogan 2 against Razor for, for, uh, for no title. All the title. marbles. No, R- Razor, Razor, two, uh, Razor versus Hogan 2 is a submission match, not for the title. The, the title match is still Brett versus, uh, Brett versus Sean, the boyhood I dream. I mean, what's the, um, the, the next year's main event is Sid Taker, right? Yes. Okay, so, so, so main- at that point, we're doing Hogan Undertaker. So at that point, we're doing we could make Hogan Razor SummerSlam then. Yeah, so Hogan. I was gonna say Hogan Razor SummerSlam, and then that's where. Fuck. Do you know what this is making Ho- me realize? Hogan wins SummerSlam, Razor wins Survivor Series, and then Brett wins Royal Rumble the title, and. Sean wins the Royal Rumble match. Okay. And then we get to WrestleMania, and that's where Brett wins it, and then Hogan beats Razor, and that leads to a collision course of Brett versus, uh, and Sean versus Hogan, too, instead of Vader. Okay. So Sean doesn't really get to go off on Hogan, too, because Hogan, too, is dictating the match. <laughs> He's just bumping all over the place. <laughs> We'd really just get to Michael's Hogan like a decade earlier. Than we exactly. <laughs> okay, so I mean, who win? Who goes over at that point? Hogan two or Shawn Michaels? Oh, uh, Hogan two is winning. Okay, zero percent chance Shawn Michaels. So this is Hogan where two. it really gets fucky. Then yeah, and that sort of that sort of jumpstarts Shawn Michaels' 
heel turn to DX. So DX happens a year Oh, no, early. so I mean, yeah, I guess that Hogan 2 winning the title there. So really, does Hogan 2 replace Bret Hart? No. If there's, if there's a Hogan 2, does Bret Hart ever leave for WCW? Yes, he still leaves for WCW. So, this, so the screw job still happens. Screw job still, still happens. The NWO still happens. Okay. Hall, Hall, Hall leaves after losing the title to Hogan 2 and just being sick of it to go team up with Hogan 1. And then Diesel follows him because he's not getting the world title, even though he's promised it. So he leaves too. Okay. So Hogan 2 is the champion as Holland Nash are leaving. Yes. Oh, no. Sean's the champion. Sean's the champion. Yeah. And then that's where Hogan 2 wins it at the SummerSlam uh, again that, the next year against uh, Shawn Michaels. And that jumpstarts DX uh, like a year earlier. Okay. So then. So does Survivor Series happen in Venice Beach, California? No, because the screw job still happens. So, uh, so Survivor Series '96, Sid still beats Hogan two, and then Hogan two wins it back at Venice Beach for the Raw Rumble that year, <laughs> <laughs> instead of San Antonio. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Uh... Then that year at SummerSlam. Uh, Brett beats Hogan too. Is Brett babyface at that point, or is he heel? Brett's heel. Brett. Brett's did the double switch with Austin at Mania still. Okay, so he the double switches happen. Austin's running. Hogan, Hogan, two, Hogan two is subbing for Undertaker at some at Heart and Soul. <laughs> it's it's Heart and Pose. <laughs> so now is Austin beating Hogan two for the title? Uh no, that's still Sean. So what's Hogan 2 doing at that WrestleMania? He's wrestling Kane. <laughs> no, no. So so Taker versus Kane still has to happen there. Uh, Is he facing Mankind? And... He's getting his knee scoped. Okay, so he's out. <laughs> Hogan 2 is on the shelf for that mania. So WrestleMania 14 happens as is. No Hogan 2. Hogan 2 comes back. Just so we're clear. Hogan 1 is working on top way more than Hogan 2 is if he stakes, sticks around WWF. Yes. Hogan, Hogan, Hogan 2 is doing business. Hogan 2, <laughs> Hogan 2 is working more. Yeah. He still drove Holland Nash out, but he's working more. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan 2 is a working Hogan. Yeah. He's putting people over clean in the middle. One, two, three. Taking their finish and everything. He's not kicking out right after the three count either. No, he's not Harley. He's not doing the Harley. <laughs> He's not protecting it. So, so after that, Hogan retires. Hogan two retires. Hogan, no, we can't. Have, I thought we were booking. Oh, okay, yeah, get you. Never mind. I'm, I'll <laughs> shut up. I see what you're doing now. Hogan two retires after his knees getting scoped. So the entire year ninety eight. He's happen, the commissioner. Happens as is. They bring him back as the commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> Like you got there with me. <laughs> uh, we both had to sip our, our yeah. beverages at the yeah. same time. We're not shutting up. <laughs> <laughs> so Hogan's the, Hogan 2 is the commissioner. What year were we in? 
we're right now we're in going into 99. So we okay, two, so we got two like years left. Two years left. Just we're clear. We're ending at SummerSlam 2001, right? Uh, Survivor Series 2001. Uh, Summer SummerSlam 2001. Okay, I, I know the match for SummerSlam 2001. That's uh, that's where Austin turns. No, that's Invasion the month before. No, no. The match at 2001 was Hogan was uh, Austin. I mean, Angle I, th- I think it, and Rock the, the match at SummerSlam 2001 should be Hogan one versus Hogan two with fucking uh, I almost said Leonard Nimoy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Roy Cripps. <laughs> Is it Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan versus Hogan. No, that that could be saved for Survivor Series because that's when you have the blow off of the five one five. Okay. Uh, but uh, so we'll get back to WrestleMania fifteen. So instead of Big Show versus Mankind, uh, Hogan two is the referee for Rock versus Austin. Okay. So there's no mankind being thrust into the main event. It's it's just Hogan Two is the special guest referee. To, to because ins- Hogan Two is in the twilight of his years. Yeah, because Hogan Two Hogan Two is not going to screw over Austin. That's he's not he's not the corporate guy anymore. He was a babyface commissioner who was aligned with the heel McMahon's. So McMahon would like tell him to do something. He'd be like, oh, I don't think so, Vince. You gave me autonomy here, so <laughs> <laughs> he's Flair. Yeah. So so after that, so Austin wins the title back, and and Vince is pissed because he hired, he hired Hogan too, to, to do be, his bidding. But to, now exactly, but yeah. So but Hogan too is uncontrollable. So he activates Hogan too and forces him out of retirement. So it's Hogan two versus McMahon feuding up through that entire year instead of Austin versus McMahon. Okay, so Hogan two versus McMahon is all of Austin versus McMahon. All of the the later the latter half of Austin versus McMahon. So okay. so instead of the latter match between Shane uh, McMahon Vince and Austin, it's Shane Vince against Hogan too. Okay. For control of the company, because it doesn't make sense if Austin's trying to be in control of the company. Okay. Austin, so still following. Austin's just in the title scene the entire time. Okay, so Austin's just doing what he should be doing. Yeah. I don't. Does Hogan two get to Kurt? To who? Kurt Angle. I don't know if they ever cross paths. Okay. Maybe maybe in at WrestleMania eighteen, Hogan two. No, that's that's too far down the road. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe that's something that comes later. Once the brand split happens. Okay, and the brand split happens. 2002 after okay. the invasion so so at that point now is hogan one brought back for a full run at this point or is hogan two hogan one didn't that? come back until 2002 after the invasion but for the for the sake of argument we're gonna have the nwo come back at for the invasion okay vince is too much money and he buys out their contracts okay so hogan two has drawn way too much money hogan two's t-shirt sales Purchase the contracts of Goldberg and the NWO. Okay, so we're we're gonna assume <laughs> that the extra money he's made from Hogan too is paying for to bring all the guys into WCW into WWE that from WCW that they couldn't afford in the first place. Yes, yeah. Hogan's t-shirt sales alone bring him bring him back. So 
we're just, we're just going to skip 2000. He's Hogan goes back. Hogan two goes back to into semi retirement. Okay. And then, but then he comes back once the invasion happens. And that's when Hogan, Hogan one versus Hogan two at survivor series. And then the five on five match happens. Can Hogan one and Hogan two feud over swoggle custody of swoggle or Dominic? Nasty Nick. <laughs> it's a Nasty Nick's birthrights on a pole match. <laughs> all right, all right. Hogan two wins. <laughs> now, who is more beloved in? Like, who goes into the Hall of Fame first? Hogan, oh, Hogan, wanted... Hogan won for sure. Okay. Hogan two's. Uh... Hogan two's still in the middle of his run. Yeah. Or at the tail end of his run. Hogan two goes in afterwards. Hogan Hogan one goes in in '05 still. Okay. With that whole WrestleMania one crowd. 2006 is based around Hogan two and the WrestleMania eleven crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and now does that year does does McMahon face both Hogan's at back to back WrestleManias and street fights? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now instead of Piper for the second one. Is it Hogan one? Uh, it's Razor. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> ghost from, ghost from Hogan two past. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Razor, but this uh, keep in mind at this point it was like two thousand four. That's when Scott Hall was doing like the Elvis leisure suit gimmick in TNA. Yeah, so he comes out wearing the 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 suit, the Elvis suit, and he's king of wrestling, Scott Hall. See, I only I don't really remember that. Uh, you missed a fun time in TNA then. <laughs> they were really pushing Hector Garza. Uh, I think that's when the Shocker was there from CMLL. And uh, Abyss would arrive to the arena in the trunk of a car. Like Goldilocks would like let him out from the trunk. Oh, God, I do not remember this. <laughs> Good times with TNA. Was, uh... Who else was there? Like, was it like Voodoo Kin Mafia shit at this point? Oh yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy was there. Oh, so like third is first run. Um, it was still AJ and Christopher Daniels. I don't think Samoa Joe was there yet though. Uh, Amazing Red. Oh, so this is a long. It wasn't that long ago, but it was pretty long. T- TNA two thousand four was a, was a different. Uh, a different time. Simpler time? It wasn't simpler. It was just different. You know, the Iraq war and shit. Hot times, daddy. <laughs> okay. Are we done with Hogan 2 now? Yeah, we, we've got there. We, <laughs> we got to uh, Survivor Series. Well, that was an extra fucking 20 minutes of shit that we didn't play. I had to retire a couple times just to move it along. <laughs> <laughs> What we should have done was, if if we had actually known we were going to be doing Hogan 2, booking him, probably would have split it up for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Maybe that we could go into intricate details. Yeah. <laughs> In the coming weeks. We'll pick I mean, a year. We'll, we'll book a year. No, what we need to do, one of these, we need to do a something to wrestle style a <laughs> podcast about Hogan 2. <laughs> Can I be Nash? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking that it's something the wrestle Nash isn't on, though. 
Oh, uh, I, I was thinking, thinking of kayfabe commentaries. Yeah, yeah. The one of them sh- full shoot showed up with Hall and Nash, and I just in a, was not in a position to watch something for an hour and a half at that point. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, there, there's one with both of them. There's one I think where it's both of them and Sean Waltman, and I'm pretty sure Kevin Nash just breaks down and starts crying halfway through it, not because of anything emotional. He's just hammered, <laughs> and he's like pounding wine like there's no tomorrow. He's very drunk on the good one, the one that I like with him. <laughs> What a, a dude that does not need to be doing those. No, absolutely not. He's plenty rich. Uh, Hall, Nash, and Waltman. One of those things doesn't is not like the other as far as like their finances and the way their life has gone. Sure. And Nash yeah. is that one. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Waltman's so much richer than the rest of them. It could be. No. No. He was a main roster. I mean, he was in WWF. When he I'm was sure. He, I'm sure he's fine. Was but, he 19? Well, he probably he, he might not be just because he. But he, money, he, I guess. he spent most of the the 2000s and 2010s in Mexico. Yeah, but he also spent. He he was in TNA for a little bit, but for the most of the time, he was in like AAA. He was also uh, Wrestling Society X. Yeah, he was there for that. <laughs> I mean, Teddy Hart was there too. So, what does that say about Wrestling Society X? Was it wasn't like one other person of note there? Uh, several, I think. There was Jack Evans was there. Vampiro was there. Oh yeah, Vampiro. And that's, that's not who I'm thinking of. But do you ever watch? Uh, wasn't Seth Rollins there? He might have been. Yeah. But you ever watch that shit? It was terrible. It was like they added in post effects. Yeah, like there were like explosions. <laughs> That's what WWE should start doing for this uh, crowdless era. Just adding in like fake explosions in post. Seth Rollins, Scorpio Sky, and Joey Ryan. <laughs> that make yeah, I, I remember. Uh, yeah, this is the someone cat. was talking about Joey Ryan because he recently was forced into retirement. Because he was a bad boy. Yo, he put like a fucking like 45 minute video that was pretty much like, nuh-uh. Yeah. No, it didn't. Like, yeah, really? Yeah, usually when there's a bombarding of fucking, of accusations against someone who does what you do, it's always like, yeah, they were lying about it. Uh, I didn't even watch the video because I, I was kind of like, what do I need to listen to this guy talk about this for? Yeah. No. I don't care what his side is. I'd already thrown the shirt away. <laughs> I've uh, already deleted his number and blocked him from my Instagram account. You blocked him from Instagram? No, he's a, he's pretending. Wow. I've blocked people on Instagram. Well, me too, but no one of note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I didn't even watch it. He probably got ads on his fucking YouTube video. He probably... His last chance at making any money was the ads from the Joey Ryan apology video. Does Joey Ryan ever come back? Um, I mean, maybe. I mean, depending on how gratuitous the, I mean, unless it gets worse, the accusations. I mean, he can, in theory, like, do work on himself. Does Joey Ryan sign with WWE? He might sign with WWE right now. 
They don't give a fuck about that. If they, if he was if he was if he was taller, he would already be there. So the reason I segue into that is because uh, Velveteen Dream came back. Yeah, Velveteen Dream came back, and Matt Riddle didn't. Nothing happened to him. Um. Well, I don't think the the Riddle stuff was true. He he had like a lawyer involved with that too. I mean, I think the Riddle stuff's true. I think it's really it's whether you deem it offensive or not. Well, I don't know if they really the Riddle stuff wasn't that he was being he was just being a scumbag. I don't think he was being like super abusive so much. He's just being a piece of shit. Yeah. It was more and more of a character thing than it was like an abuse thing, I think. That's why it's So it's like with Darby Allen then. Where some his girlfriend said he was like a, a jerk. And, and like emotionally abusive. Yeah. No, okay. I, I don't I think Matt Riddle's stuff was that he's like like don't tell my wife we're gonna like he's like very explicit that he's cheating on her uh. with people like and like maybe like getting these girls to catch feelings for him sort of so i mean i guess that's that's i mean just scummy stuff okay gotcha i mean the darby i don't know what the darby allen one is i think it was like an ex-girlfriend who just said he she he he was emotionally abusive to her during their relationship and he's getting divorced right now too single guy working the top of the card in aw in florida I bet he's got his pick of the litter when it comes to COVID, Waffle COVID, House races, uh, waitresses. COVID-ridden ring rats in Florida. God. <laughs> Florida. But yeah, Velveteen Dream came back, and uh, I guess nobody ever talked to the people that supposedly Velveteen Dream was, or the, I say people, the, the teenagers that Velveteen Dream was supposedly trying to get involved with. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been keeping up with that. Why? He was uh, macking on some high school students. Like a couple times it happened, Some very underage high school students. Like, he did it a few times intentionally? Yes. He shouldn't be working there. And I guess WWE never reached out to them or anything. They just were like, all right, we'll wait for this speaking out thing to sort of run its course and then we'll just bring him back and we'll have him win a ladder match and well Vince finally got his Johnny B bad <laughs> Johnny don't be bad <laughs> no I'm not gonna say it it's too far it's too far Brian Pillman you're a bad you're a bad yellow dog his uh son's an AEW jobber he is also a uh, talking shop mania jobber yeah, he's also a talking shop mania workhorse. Well, sure, but he, he still did the job. He still did the favors for Kozlov's bearded mom. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he threw the dropkick, though. Yeah, he, he did the dropkick. You know, one of the best of the business. I like how he made sure that he throws his dad's dropkick. Yeah. And they were, they were calling it like, oh, is that Brian Pillman? No, nah, it's Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> <laughs> they, were going, they were being really obvious with it. Have you seen them in uh, Impact at all? No. Well, you know, Impact is on Twitch, so you can sort of just watch it whenever. And I can also just watch, stream it on the internet pretty much whenever I want to. Well, well, that's what Twitch is. Yeah, but I have to install Twitch. But it's easy. Is it? It's, it's on Xbox. You just 
put it on and there you go all right you don't have to hassle or look around for it or anything i'll give it a whirl yeah so have i told you about wrestle house the skit they're doing that's like a reality show of a bunch of impact wrestlers living in a house uh i guess i guess that's kind of starting to die down a little bit was it good I didn't think it was good at all. I thought it was kind of dumb. Is that why it's dying down? Yeah, I think that I, it was pretty funny because I was watching that on Twitch. And instead of commercial breaks, they go to this girl who does like a like a cute like a chat session. Yeah, and everyone was just shitting on it in the chat. And then she was like, "I don't know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of positivity for Wrestle House, so I think you're going to see be seeing more of it." And you can look at the chat, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, Wrestle House sucked. It was the worst." And I think that was. Uh, that was the end of Russell House. <laughs> That's sort of the beginning of the end for it. But like Tommy Dreamer was in it. Tommy Dreamer was like kind of the host. Fat Tommy. Fat Tommy was the host. Yeah. Fat Tommy, who used the pie as a weapon, but of course, before he used the pie as a weapon, he, he ate, ate a piece. <laughs> <laughs> we need a piece. He ate a whole bunch of it. <laughs> Just stuffed his face with it. It's a lot of cream. <laughs> Tommy's pretty fat now. Yeah, I'm pretty fat too. So yeah, but you were never a professional wrestler. I was never a professional wrestler. That's true. <laughs> you were never uh, rookie of the year. Tommy Dreamer was was PWI rookie of the year. Yeah, uh, makes sense. <laughs> I think. I love how I love how Twitter is just like, let's hate on Dave fucking Meltzer for a little while. That's all Twitter is. It's like Dave Meltzer responding to tweets where people just hate on like any of his opinions. Is that happening a lot right now? Uh, I see it happen pretty much whenever I log on to Twitter, which isn't very often. Is that because everyone's a Bruce Mark now? Oh, 100%. Everyone's a Bruce Mark and everyone's a, a Cornette Mark. The I fucking, wa- the cunt of Cornette. I need to, uh, I need to, I want to catch back up because I feel like Cornette came out on the good side of his accusations, right? <laughs> Eh, I don't know how I feel about pouring his wife out for fucking so some of the boys could have like favorable booking. I don't think that's what happened. That's what happened. I think I his, think they, his his wife would like set her sights on some fucking worker, and then the worker would service his wife, and he would get favorable bookings through from Jim Cornette. I think that's what the person who accused them of doing that happened, but didn't like all that turn out to be fake? What the, the accusations ended up being? I, I don't follow enough Cornette. I think to it did. No, if it's fake. Uh, yeah, I think the accusations against Cornette ended up being fake. Eh. Which I hope. I hope. I still don't like Jim Cornette, though. <laughs> I do. That's fine. I, mean, I just want to, I want to like Jim Cornette. I, I, Jim Cornette is a net negative for wrestling. He's just a whiny complainer. You just gotta, you gotta take him as he is. Yeah, I I will not change my opinion on anything because of Jim Cornette's opinion on it. But like when I agree about something that Jim Cornette has, it feels good. I don't I don't think I even hate Jim Cornette because of Jim Cornette. I think I hate Jim Cornette because of Brian Last. That's fair. <laughs> I will I will uh And I don't really hate Brian Last. I, I just hate Jim Cornette because of Brian Last, because all Brian Last does is enable Jim Cornette and agree with everything he says. It is a podcast with two people and one opinion. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not down for that. 
I think you need to challenge, like Jim Cornette needs to do a podcast with Joey Janela and fucking be challenged. What a, <laughs> what a fucking unlistenable podcast that would be. It would be them arguing over wrestling and Joey Janela would just be defending everything that's flippy and stupid and, and what's going on right now with wrestling. And Jim Cornette could be the, the old grandpa and freak out over it. And neither of them will be right, by the way. Like it'll be like Tiger King, where there's like no, there's nobody you could root for. You're just gonna yeah. wind up hating everybody. Everyone's everyone's abysmal. But this is a business decision, and I think if you put Cornette on a podcast with someone who challenges him instead of agrees with him, it'd be way more interesting. And I might actually start liking Cornette again, even though he's a racist piece of shit. You just know that his uh, business model is shooting fish in a barrel. Like he just, he's using the, uh, the politician route of just going so far in the direction that he is yeah, and then just trying to get all those people to buy his shirts. Yeah. Which is fine. He's Jim Cornette. So, uh, the last, last bit of, of talk that we, since we have a little bit of time left, uh, did you hear about what happened with Som, uh, Sonia Deville? Uh, I know. No, I didn't. So some stalker, internet stalker dude broke into her house and was like trying to kidnap her and like they called the cops and left and uh they the cops found him inside the house with like zip ties and a knife and like mace and he was like planning to kidnap her why maybe he was like a 24 year old dude who was like obsessed with this lesbian wrestler i don't i don't think he ever realized that sony deville was not interested in him i think he was just obsessed with her kind of like the dude who is obsessed with uh uh what's her face from silence of the lambs um jody foster Clarice. yeah so i it might be the same thing where it was like a dude who was obsessed with a lesbian and i couldn't accept that she was a lesbian did he like hate her because she was a lesbian i think he was like so obsessed with her that he was like i can make her straight oh i mean there's no fucking good way to slice that but he i didn't even i didn't even know that but he yeah it just came out the other day but yeah sonia deville like escaped like a kidnapping murder scenario that was definitely playing out the dude planned it for like eight months they said so he's gonna be going to jail for like 20 30 years at least Where's fucking, uh, I don't even know his AEW name. Where was, he should have been outside to just take a nice cheap shot at the guy. Every time someone attacks a wrestler when they're, when they're not expecting it, the dude from the revival just punches him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Cash Wheeler. Is it Cash Wheeler? Yeah. I don't remember their like fucking The, the dude name. who attacked Bret Hart? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I always liked the revival. In FTR, whatever you want to call them, uh, but after watching them do that, I was like, "Oh yeah, they're one of my favorites." Now. <laughs> the uh, the big pop that he got when he walked out at WrestleMania the next day too. Yes, it was like or two days later, or like a significant pop. Like you know, it was one hundred percent because he cheap shotted the guy who and, attacked and Bret Hart. Also, his jacket that night had the Hitman logo on it. Oh, did it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, oh, also with Sonya Deville, uh, she's wrestling, um, what's her face? Mandy, Mandy Rose. Rose in a hair match. I knew that. So, 
they're cutting the lesbian's hair, right? Probably. And for CM Punk to come back and do the straight edge society. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think CM Punk is coming back. And I think if he does come back, now is the absolute worst time to come back because there's no fans and there's very little interest. And kind of after you lost those two UFC fights, no one really believes in you anymore. Well, I don't think wrestling is the same way. I think, I mean, ratings are down really bad, aren't they? Like 24%, yeah. Like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if they throw a bunch of money at him. And, like, isn't Edge gone, too? Like, that was, like, their fucking weird ace in the hole. I think Edge is gone for the foreseeable future. Like, for, to, like, probably many a time again. Hey, wouldn't they, if they could bring him back for a quick spark, I wouldn't shock me if they overpaid him for a couple of spots. Like, I think he's hurt, though. That was the thing. Sam Punk? No, Edge. No, he is a hurt. Yeah. So they could they could have him come back, but like he wouldn't be able to wrestle. So there's no not really a lot of interest. You know who yeah. is available though? The fucking Taker. <laughs> throw some throw some money at Taker. Throw, throw some Saudi money at Taker. He'll come back. Do they have the coronavirus in Saudi Arabia? Oh, no, they're not going to Saudi, right? I'm just saying. No, Because that, that's, that's, that's typically when Undertaker comes back now instead of WrestleMania. He comes back for the Saudi shows. It's a separate thought. Yeah. For C- it's, probably not, it's probably better over in Saudi Arabia than it is here. I mean, I, it could be better. Literally, pick a country, it's better. <laughs> New Zealand. Better. <laughs> they're all worse than the one we're in. New Zealand got their first case of coronavirus in like a hundred days, like a few days ago. Was it Luke or Butch? <laughs> Neither. Or were they Australian? No, they're. I think they were Newfies. Okay. Oh no, that's Newfoundlands. Uh, Newsies. <laughs> Newsies, <laughs> like like the the Broadway yes. show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it, but yes. Um, you'll appreciate this. So we finished Parked and Rec yesterday and started 30 Rock. There you go. So now I'll get your 30 Rock references again for another three or four months until I forget them. Live every week like it's Shark shark Week. Take a shot. (laughs) That's, uh, I know that one because that's right at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Second episode? First episode? I don't know. Dress like you're going to die in those clothes. I don't know that one. Yeah, it was said the same. Same thing. Um, is that it? I'm out of Steam. Yeah, I don't have a computer to run Steam now, so. All right. Um, it's your turn to pick the song. 